Welcome to the Rural Education Podcast. My name is Alan Hoffman, and this is, in fact, episode five. Uh, At the end of last school year, I got a little bit of ahead of myself. I was really excited to talk about all the fun and exciting reasons why people should come out to rural schools, and I said that was episode five. It was episode four. People have commented on it. So this is, in fact, the actual episode five. And our our theme for today is new beginnings, Uh, new beginnings for the podcast, new beginnings for the school year, uh, just new beginnings everywhere. Uh, For those of you that do not know, uh, as I said, my name is Alan Hoffman. I teach English at a small school in Montana. I teach in Savage, Montana. Uh, I probably teach around 40 to 50 kids, and I have grades 7 through 12. Uh, So I kind of get to teach everybody English uh, that's going to come through our school system. It's an enormous responsibility. It's an awesome responsibility, and I really, really enjoy it. And part of the reason why I started this podcast is so I could share my experiences with you. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to kind of twist the format a little bit. I think I was a little broad in the first four, and I didn't relay a lot of my personal experiences to it. So I kind of want to change things up. And I want to talk about the things that I'm experiencing in the classroom and dealing with at the school here. And I would kind of like to extend an invitation for others to talk about uh, the experiences that they have and and the things that they deal with in their school and if they have any, uh, they see any similarities between what's going on here in Savage and what's going on in their own schools, uh, whether that be a, a small school or a larger school as well. Uh, so I'm really excited to that. I think that'll give this podcast a little bit more punch. Uh, my wife said it was kind of dry, so I had to make some sort of change. Uh, so that's that's kind of one of the where I'm coming from with with wanting to be a little bit more personable uh, in in my dealings here on the rural education podcast. When I talk about new beginnings uh, for this school year, I I almost feel in a lot of ways I'm I'm doing year one over again because I've made a couple of big changes uh, for this school year. But I'm really excited about them. And I do know a little bit, I mean, I know the kids a little bit better, and that helps. But still there's that that feeling of I'm not 100% sure of my curriculum yet. Uh, so we're kind of winging it as we go. Uh, one of the, one of the, some of the bigger changes that I am doing is I'm taking on two electives this year. Uh, I'm, get to, I'm getting to teach speech and debate, and I had kids that wanted that class. They want to be able to speak with confidence. They want to be able to, to hash things out. I kind of have still the impression that they just want to yell at each other, but they will quickly find out that that's not how we're going to debate. But they're, you know, these kids have come to me and they say, yeah, we want to learn how to speak confidently in front of people. They recognize that as a skill. And I think that's one of the fun things about an educator is when, when a student or group of students, you know, latches on and says, hey, we realize that this is important. We want to, you know, learn how to do it. I think that's an awesome thing. And I think that's a great way for you to connect with them and, and to give them that, that space to develop those skills that are essential, like being able to speak in front of a crowd or in front of people. And, and, and for, to have them recognize that that is a good skill to have 
is is really great. Uh, the other elective that I'm teaching is going to be uh, the first semester is Western literature, so that's stories from the Western United States. We we'll have a focus on Montana authors, like we'll read Montana 1948 and Winter in the Blood, which are two amazing books. And I'm really excited to share with my students the the literature of their region. I think a lot of the times uh, our American canon comes from New England or the South, and we kind of ignore everything in the Western United States. And so I think it'll be really fun for them to see you know, the authors that have come out of this region and what people have written about this region. So I'm really excited to share with that. And then in the spring, that class is going to go from a, a lit class to creative writing. And I know I have kids that are are pretty jacked about doing some creative writing and I'm actually really excited too because I'm gonna I'm gonna write along with them uh, and I, I'm really excited to to do that so I'm really excited for my, my two uh, electives uh, I know I'm saying excited a lot in fact the first day of school in an email to my superintendent when I was talking about kind of the plans that I had and what kids have said I said man I am literally excited about everything and so I apologize. I know I'm overusing the word, but I am. I'm very excited about everything. Uh, one of the other big changes that I'm I'm going through this year is I decided I was going to take my 7th and 8th grade classes, and instead of teaching them separately, I'm going to go ahead and combine them. Uh, at the end of last year, it looked like we were only going to have three 8th graders, and we did gain one, so it bumped back up to four. But that's still a really small class, and it's really hard to teach four kids. You know, especially like with a teacher like me, I like to have discussions and conversations, and you know, I like to bounce ideas off each other. And that's really hard when you have just four kids. Uh, so I decided I combine my my eighth graders with my seventh graders. I did have a seventh grader tell me I was crazy for doing so on the first day. I just said certifiably. I'm crazy, and and we're rolling through it, and it, that class has is, is been kind of fun. I think the kids are still kind of trying to feel their way through that. They're not quite sure what to make of being together in a, in, a, in the same class. It's, I think, one of the only times they do that. Maybe PE, they might uh, join up in PE. I'm not 100% sure, uh, but it is something different, and it's, it's something that I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how that unfolds throughout the year. And I'm really excited with that class because I'm going to use one of my connections down to Montana State University and have teachers in training kind of help out with that class. They're going to get on a, a class wiki and, and help give us some guidance. Uh, they'll look at student writing, which is something really valuable for teachers in training to get a look at. And hopefully they can provide some ideas for, for curriculum for me and we can have a good discussion there. So. I'm really looking forward to uh, what's going to happen with that class. I was trying not to use the word excited. One of the other things that I'm doing this year, I'm, I'm doing a couple of uh, curriculum tweaks as we go along. I know uh, for my sophomores this year, I'm adding some literary theory and literary criticism, so letting them know, you know that there's multiple ways that they can uh, interpret a text. I think that is something that students don't really think about. They think there's maybe a wrong way or a right way to interpret a text. And I'm wanting to show them that, nope, there are multiple ways that you can interpret a text. 
And so we're going through that in the beginning of the year. And that's throwing the some of the kids for a loop. They're not used to having to do that kind of thing. But we're trying to build up their skills. And actually the first novel that we'll try this out on is uh, To Kill a Mockingbird because I think there's a lot of different ways that you can uh, take that novel apart and, and analyze it. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how, how the kiddos can do uh, with some literary analysis. They Their first attempts, they were not very confident, but at the end of one week at looking at feminist theories, uh, they felt pretty good. And so we'll see how they do with Marxist and new historicism and stuff like that. And one of the biggest changes that I'm making has to do with senior English. Uh, typically, senior English, if you can remember back to your high school days, uh, senior English is usually dominated by British literature, which can be really interesting if you're interested in British literature and your typical senior in high school is not interested in British literature. And I, I really realized this uh, last year when I taught it. And as much as I tried to bring, you know, Beowulf to life and as much as, you know, we went through Macbeth and we, we acted that out and that was kind of fun, it just, there was something missing about it. And, and you know, that might have been, Part of me being a very, you know, inexperienced, you know, first year and first semester uh, teacher doing that. Uh, but, you know, there's that there's the language barrier uh, to it. And there's the fact that, you know, this is stuff that was written long, 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 long time ago in a, you know, a country on the other side of an ocean. And we got to go halfway across the continent just to get to that ocean from where we're at here in Montana. And so I decided I want to kind of tweak it up a little bit. And some of this I did last year. Like I'm, I'm starting off the year with my seniors with a how to get, you know, a job basically. So we're going over a resume and cover letters and things like that. And we'll fill out mock college applications just so they kind of know what's going to be coming at them in the next couple of, of weeks and months and just trying to build up their confidence there. But the readings that I wanted to slant towards were more towards uh, getting – getting them kind of prepared for the different cultures that they might experience uh, and, and to get them to kind of think about the world in a different way as they get ready to really uh, enter it and, and be a big part of it. So we're going to read Zaytun by David Eggers. That's a book in which uh, it chronicles the story of a Muslim American living in New Orleans uh, during and after Hurricane Katrina. And so we'll read that one and we'll talk about, you know, kind of where Islamophobia comes from and, and how it's a, it's a big issue in the United States. Uh, we're going to look at, uh, we're going to read Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. So we're going to get a little bit of Britlet into there, but I think uh, Brave New World uh, with its, you know, people being addicted to a drug and and not really caring what happens. I think there's a lot of, I don't want to say parallels with what's going on in the real world, but I think there's connections that we can make and it's, you know, and teenagers love dystopian fiction, and so we'll read one of the, the master classes, so to speak, in dystopian fiction and, and, and get them to think about it that way. And then uh, I, I also want to read Into the Wild with them, which is a story about, uh, it's a nonfiction piece, a nonfiction novel by John Krakauer of about a, uh, a college student who just kind of gets fed up with society and he decides he's going to go live kind of as a drifter and he ends up going into the Alaskan wilderness uh, and he doesn't survive, but he 
or the author Krakauer tries to piece together why he did that, and he talks about you know American culture and a lot of that. And I just kind of want to challenge my seniors a little bit with you know how what do you think about the world? Why do people you know maybe have differing viewpoints than you and 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 just you know get them kind of thinking about this world that they're about to enter. So that's that's going to be a lot of fun. One of the things that, that won't be different is I don't really have that many uh, new students this year. I actually dropped sixth grade. I taught sixth grade last year, but I, I don't have sixth graders this year. And so my sixth graders that I had last year are now my seventh graders. And so except for the three or four uh, students that are new to the entire district, like I know all of my kids, which is, which is kind of fun. And I think we've we've developed a really good rapport, and that's one of the things that I've really noticed about starting off year two is, you know, year one is focused a lot on making those connections and getting to know your students and kind of trying to get to know, you know, who they are and beyond who they are in the classroom. And now that I'm, you know, I'm not going to pretend to say that I know that completely about my students. But now that I, you know, know more about them and I have a rapport with them, I think we're able to to just build about build on that for a year or two and that's uh, really exciting. In some regards it feels like we haven't missed a beat. We're still kind of, you know, some of the the jokes that we were using at the end of last year, we still have uh, this year I do have a junior who last year as a sophomore would ask every day are we doing anything today? Or I thought we weren't doing anything today, and he's still going along with that. And so, we we have our you know we do our routine every day basically at the beginning of class. Um, but you know it's it's a thing like that 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 really you know I think kind of help move the day along and and really uh, make some good connections. And I think too the students you know they now know what to expect out of me to a certain extent, and, and that's that's really fun. Um, you know that they they know kind of what's expected of them. I don't have to get on them too hard about. No, you need to write a full paragraph. A paragraph is five sentences long. They kind of know what I'm what I'm going to be looking for. And if they know what I'm going to be looking for, then they can deliver on it. So that's that's been uh, something that's kind of been been easier. Though it, it is it is kind of something that's very interesting with. Uh, starting year two that I I didn't even think about is I, I've kind of felt almost out of sorts a little bit in the in the, this is just my second week as I said and I've kind of felt a little out of sorts like I just feel off and I've been trying to think about why do I feel off you know I think I mean the kids are doing okay I'm doing, you know, I'm, I haven't changed anything drastically in how I'm, you know, teaching. So why do I feel off? And I, I came, I came to the conclusion that it's because I was in a, a good rhythm at the end of the year last year, and I felt really good about where I was at the end of of, of the last year. And then I took, you know, the summer, and I had those two and a half months off, and I'm. Just like my students, I'm trying to get back into the groove of things, and it's really hard. I'm, you know, not, you know, I, I don't have that rhythm down yet. I don't have that routine down yet, 
And part of that is because I'm trying some new things. And part of that's because we're coming back from two and a half months off. And my body has to get back used to getting up at six o'clock in the morning and, you know, actually getting ready for the day and not, you know, waking up at eight. And, oh, well, if I don't do anything until 10, that's not a big deal. And so I just have that, that feeling of like, I remember what it's like to be in that rhythm and I'm not there yet. And so that's, that's I think, it's what's been throwing me off for a loop. As I told somebody, like, I don't think I forgot how to teach over the summer. I think I just need to be able to get back into that rhythm of things. So, yeah, I mean, this is going to be, I think, a really good year. I think I've got a lot of uh, exciting things that are going to happen. And I can't wait to share them with you on this podcast. I really want to do this on a more regular basis. Um you know, and, and those of you that have taught kind of know how busy things can get and how, you know, all of a sudden hectic uh, life can be. And for example, this, uh, for a little while it looked like I wasn't going to have anybody for my Western Lit class. And then I got some schedule changers in, you know, just before the deadline. And when I had, you know, that double prep, my superintendent said, well, you know, you used to be a, a journalist. Would you like to take over the the school newsletter? And I said, yeah, sure, I'll do that. And if you are thinking back to the episode uh, where I talked about the many hats that I wear, uh, even as a first-year teacher, you know, this was one more hat. You know, I announce and keep clock at various sporting events. I'm an, a National Honor Society advisor. I'm a – I'm going to help run – Missoula Children's Theater this year. I'm a class advisor, which I'll talk about here in a little bit too. And so I, I took on this this other responsibility. Uh, oh, and I coach elementary basketball too. Can't forget about that. And so and you know, and then I get these students back, and all of a sudden, you know, the schedule shifts a little bit more. And so there there will be a you know, I hope to do this about every other week. I hope to to get things out. But those of you that have taught, you know that sometimes life happens and school happens and you can't do that. So my goal is every two weeks, but with a caveat of I, I, don't, I don't know. How about that? So as I said uh, just, just now, and this is probably the biggest change that I have undergone or the biggest difference that I'm going to have this year is I will be a class advisor this year. But not just any class advisor. Oh no. I did not I did not advise any classes last year. Mostly because I kinda thought I was gonna just be like assigned to one and I never was. So I didn't say anything. They they had enough advisors. It wasn't like I was short shifting the school or anything like that. But I thought this year, you know you know this year I feel a little bit a bit better. I think I'll advise class. And I decided to take on to help out with the sophomore class. And I don't know how this, if this is something that's typical of schools like around the, the country, but at our school, the sophomore class is responsible for prom. It's the biggest event that we put on, it's the most expensive event the school puts on by far. And it is a lot of work. And fundraising for it is going to be a lot of work. 
And the only way that I can really dis- explain why I decided to take on the sophomores is because it was kind of, you know, joked about that at the end of the year that I should help out the sophomores because it was time for me to do, you know, it was my turn to take up that task. And, you know, that idea was kind of with me all summer. And the more I thought about it, I thought about the sophomore class and I thought, you know what, I really like the sophomore class. They're, you know, the, you know they're a really good bunch of kids and I think I can do it. And then I saw that our art teacher had signed up to advise them too, and I was like, this is perfect because if they need to have someone decorate something, she can do it. I don't have to. I am horrible at art. So this all played into my perspective. Uh, but uh, just doing uh, that, just doing this class advising, but jumping into one of the biggest ones I think is going to be a, a, a challenge. And I would imagine that we will have a an episode about class advising in the future. And, and that'll be kind of fun. I think we'll put something out on the Twitter page, on the Twitter feed about that, and so maybe I can get some stories about that. Uh, so that is what's going on with me and as I begin uh, the second year of my educational career, my second year at a small school. I'm, I'm ready to go. I think the kids are they're getting there. Uh, we have we have students who are getting back into the routine. I think with this with sports starting up uh, this week, uh, with actual games starting up, I think that'll kind of take the edge off of things. So I'm really looking forward to the year. I'm looking forward to the challenges challenges that I've got ahead of me. You know, I'm really looking forward to being a class advisor. I'm really looking forward to taking on National Honor Society. I'm really looking forward to elementary basketball. I'm looking forward to creative writing and Western lit and speech and debate and and teaching new books. I got a lot of new books over the summer. I'm really excited to to teach them. And just there's so much going on at the beginning of the school year, and it's all new and it's all fresh, and it's it's uh, just a great time uh, to to be at the school and be in education. Uh, so I'd love to hear from, from you guys. What's what's on your plate for this year? What maybe new hats do you have going on? What new hats are you wearing as you begin a, a new school year? What are you looking forward to? I want to hear from people. I, I really do. Uh, so please drop me a line. And there are a multitude of ways that you can do that. Uh, you can get in touch with me uh, through my Twitter feed. That is at Rural Ed Podcast. Uh, I'm also on Facebook, facebook.com slash ruraledpodcast. You can always email me at ruraledpodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, there's the blog uh, where I will put up all the stuff from SoundCloud uh, from, and that is ruraledpodcast.blogspot.com. So please do that. By the way, you can, I'm also on now on iTunes, uh, you, so you can subscribe to me on iTunes, and if you want to give me some feedback there, uh, that would be great. So give me a, a rating and a review uh, and, and tell your friends about, about this podcast. You can go to iTunes and subscribe there. And also, I really need to thank uh, my good friend Justin Davis uh, for designing my logo. Uh, and, and Justin Davis, he's actually a uh, he's actually kind of an app designer. He's got a couple of, of games out there. Uh, my personal favorite is Per Rocket. So uh, if you want to support him, and kind of give him a, a thumbs up for designing my awesome Rural Ed Podcast logo, uh, go ahead and, and download that one at the App Store uh, today. So those are a couple of the things that are going on with me. I'm really excited, as I said, about the school year. I'm excited for the direction that I'm going to take this podcast, and I'm really looking forward to hearing from you. So until next time, hopefully in two weeks' time, 
you guys have a great day. This is Alan Hoffman signing off from the Rural Education Podcast. <laughs>